from WNIJ Studios in DeKalb, this is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. This hour will feature the music of Ray Zaragoza. Ray is an award-winning singer-songwriter currently based in L.A. She's toured extensively across the states and Europe. Her multicultural heritage informs her songwriting that often tackles social issues. In fact, it was her song, In the River, which references the protests at Standing Rock that went viral and helped to pull Ray's music into the spotlight. Ray's debut album, Fight For You, was released in 2017, and she's currently busy working on writing songs for a new album. We'll speak with Ray about her journey into music and activism and how she merges the two. We'll also hear Ray's performance in Studio A. It's Ray Zaragoza this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Stay tuned. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. This hour, we're featuring the music of Ray Zaragoza. Ray's an award-winning singer-songwriter currently based in L.A., but she tours extensively around the States and in Europe. Her debut album, entitled Fight For You, was released in 2017, and we'll talk with Ray about that. And also many other things, her multicultural heritage and how that influences her songwriting and how her songwriting has inspired her activism and vice versa. We'll talk about all that this hour, but of course, we will also hear Ray's heartfelt performance in Studio A. In fact, we'll start out with some music right now. This is Ray Zaragoza performing American Dream here on Sessions from Studio A. To be honest, I can't take it anymore I hear you every day The awful words you say And hate can't be The face of the American dream I've been thinking about my life And how one day I want to be a mother It's gonna be okay But hate can't be The face of the American dream And I Ray Zaragoza performing American Dream 
live in Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, and we caught up with Ray this week to see how she's doing. It's been a minute since she's been in the studios. Uh, Ray, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, I'm Ray Saragossa. I am a singer-songwriter based in Los Angeles, and I'm here in the rain. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's talk a little bit, let's get some background about you. Give us kind of a bio that gives us a little idea of um, your background and also kind of takes us into your journey into being a performing and uh, songwriting musician. Sure. So I grew up in New York City. And when I was a kid, my dad was an actor on Broadway in um, Annie Get Your Gun. He played Chief Sitting Bull. So I grew up a lot around music. And uh, he was also a mariachi player. Uh, He played the trumpet. So I grew up a lot around music and theater and, and singing. And, you know, all of it was amazing to me and my dream was to be on Broadway um, because that's all I knew about performing I thought that you know if you want to be a performer you'd be on Broadway so that was always my dream Um, so I lived in New York until I was 14 Uh, then I moved to Los Angeles when I was 14 and um, in high school I did theater and and things like that and uh, after high school I decided not to go to college because I wanted to become an actress and uh, after a couple months, I realized how much I hated that life, and I hated uh, that feeling of needing permission to create art and to have to go to audition after audition just to get permission to create art. And so uh, I started writing songs on my own. And uh, that first year after high school, um, I just I kind of wrote nonstop and then started performing nonstop. And uh, since then, it's been like six years, it's been... Uh, pretty much all I, I do think about. <laughs> and um, my, my dad, he is um, from California. He's Native American and Mexican. And my mom is an immigrant from Japan, and she's also uh, Taiwanese. And so uh, growing up with a really, you know, multicultural background definitely shaped uh, my music. I write a lot of songs about fighting for indigenous rights and different social justice issues and just kind of the uh, person of color experience in America. Um, Something that uh, I really decided was a calling of mine to explore and and write about uh, in my adult years. I think growing up, it was kind of a denial. I didn't really want to talk about it because it felt like something that made me different that I didn't really like. But, um, you know, through coming to terms with that uh, has been kind of like my whole experience with music. Well, we just heard you play American Dream live in Studio A. That was the first song that I heard of yours, uh, and I pretty much immediately got goosebumps when I heard you singing that song uh, in the video that I saw. Uh, Tell us about this song. Sure. So American Dream is um, the last song I wrote for the album, and I think it's my favorite Um, I always, I always like love when uh, bands and artists have that story of that one song they wrote like after the album was done being recorded and they just threw it in there and then it ended up being their favorite song. Um, <laughs> I think Death Cab for Cutie, that was like I'll Follow You Into the Dark, which is one of my favorite songs, uh, was like a song he wrote kind of like at the very end of the recording process. But that was American Dream for me. And um, I wrote it uh, during the 2016 presidential election and at that time, I was living with my dad, and um, my dad, he leaves CNN on all day, just like mm-hmm. in the living room, like playing all day long, and it, it kind of drove me crazy, you know, and I was in a really bad mood all the time, and it was a very hopeless feeling, because they just kept saying the same things over and over and over again, and, um, you know, my dad being like this, um, you know, this like Native American Mexican guy listening to all this racist um, speech coming from the television all day and how emotionally distraught he was. It just broke my heart, you know? And um, I, that, that song was kind of just like a, like I just had to get it out. You know, I just had to, had to like, it was, it's, you know, it's, it's, the song like opens up like talking about my dad and it, I talk about um, and I'm talking to like this you know person and it's it's our president and it's just like these awful things you're saying like how can hate be the face of the American dream you know we we are always talking about this ideal America this ideal America um, but 
it's a, it's not inclusive of all American people. And it's, we can't, you know, be a, a country built on um, hatred of immigrants or hatred of the marginalized people. And, um, you know, as a woman of color, it just made me feel so isolated within my own home. Like I was born and raised in the United States. I'm, you know, through and through culturally very American. And, um, so that whole election just broke my heart and made me feel like an outsider in my own home. And, um, that song is kind of like a plead within myself to, to find that American dream again and to believe in it again and to know that I'm home. I have home here and that people like me are welcome. So the next song on your set list here is called Mountain Song. Tell us about this one. Yeah, this song is brand new. It's a song I've, I haven't released yet. And I am, I'm probably going to put it on my next album that we're working on right now. And um, this song was about a dream I had where like the earth was kind of coming to life and there was like a man and a woman and, and they were kind of one with the earth and, and interacting with each other and then going back into the earth. And um, I, I kind of see it as like a, a way of, um, it's kind of like a love song to mother earth. And uh, yeah, that's, that's mountain song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Ray Zaragoza performing mountain song live in studio A.
Ray Zaragoza performing Mountain Song live in Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. You can see behind-the-scenes video from Ray's performance, along with performances from plenty of other great regional and touring artists, all in the show archives. That's at WNIJ.org. And there's more music to come this hour when our session with Ray Zaragoza continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. We are featuring the music of Ray Zaragoza this hour. We've just heard Ray perform a couple of tunes for us here live in Studio A. We'll get to some more of her music in just a moment. But first, I want to talk, Ray, uh, Paste gave you the title of, uh, I believe it was, Most Politically Relevant Artist in Your Genre, uh, which is a pretty high honor. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, Paste Magazine has said some very nice things. Uh, They've called me the most politically relevant artist in my genre. And I was the number two, I, um, In the River, my song was uh, listed as the number two um, protest song by a person of color in, um, I think it was 2016, 2017. Um, and so that was very generous of them. And um, I really appreciate uh, being recognized that way. And I think, um, I think what kind of, I have felt is different about me. Um, a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you're writing protest songs, you're writing songs of a political nature. Um, you know, it seems to be working for you or it seems like that's something that you connect with. It seems like um, something that, uh, you know, is is, some, is a cool niche that you found. And I don't see it that way at all. Um, for me, it really has just been, uh, you know, they tell you to write what you know. And this is what I know, you know, um, this has been my whole life. This is kind of, this is kind of the existence of a woman of color in America. Uh, A lot of your existence is politicized, whether or not you realize it. And I think it took into my adult years to really understand how much of my upbringing and of my parents' lives were so politicized and, um, and, uh, their experiences very much were dictated, um, by a lot of, um, you know, racial issues in this country. And, uh, and so I've always felt that, you know, if I'm going to write what I know, then <laughs> a lot of it is going to be, uh, you know, politically charged or it's going to be um, very much about being multicultural or fighting for indigenous rights because that's just kind of been the reality of, of my, my life, you know. Right. Um, so your debut album is called Fight For You, and that came out in 2017, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's talk about that album, uh, putting it together, um, you know, song selection, things like that. Sure. Um, yeah, so Fight For You uh, was a real uh, adventure for me. I'd never, you know, made an album before. At that point, I had no team, really had no management, no anything really helping me figure out how to do it. And so it was kind of fun. I, I self-produced it and I got a bunch of friends to help me and all the musicians on it, you know, they recorded it for super cheap and they, it was just a really kind of, it was an adventure that, uh, was a very new experience for me. And I'm so grateful for all my friends who helped me out. Um, a lot of those songs were written that year. Um, about half of them were written during the time I was traveling up to Standing Rock and had really kind of delved into, um, the the movement and kind of delved into myself and kind of found myself uh, through that movement and realized that I finally wasn't going to apologize from for my identity and for um, my background and um, then I think the other half were songs I had been writing um, since I had started writing music uh, in like 2012 and uh, so it all kind of made this compilation of songs that is really kind of a finding finding myself journey throughout the whole thing. And it's called Fight For You, but I always say it was like the, the start of me like fighting for my true self and fighting for my true identity and not apologizing for it and finally ready to take a stand and speak up. And, and, um, and yeah, so it's, uh, it's wild to think it's almost been two years since I recorded that. Oh, actually, it's been two years since I recorded that album. That's crazy. <laughs> Well, we'll talk more in just a bit about your music and 
activism and how you blend those two things. Uh, but let's switch gears. You, so the name of the album is Fight For You. Let's talk about that title track, uh, Fight For You. Tell us about that. Yeah, Fight For You I wrote after a no dapple rally, which was like no uh, Dakota Access Pipeline. So like a Standing Rock rally in Los Angeles. And I was marching at the front uh, with a bunch of other uh, indigenous women. And we were holding a sign that said indigenous women rise. And I just kind of looked side to side at these women and we all had just like tears in our eyes and we were marching in front of thousands and thousands of people. And I just had this like thought in my head and I was like, if you fight for me, I'll fight for you. You know, it's just like this thought of camaraderie and sisterhood. And um, so I wanted to write something inspired by all those women. And, uh, and so that's, that's how Fight For You came to be. Let's hear it. This is Ray Zaragoza performing the title track from her debut album. This is Fight For You, live in Studio A. Save the river, save the seas, save the mother and her family. How can you take what you want and say that we are free? If you put oil in the water, we won't sit quietly. And we were singing, stay. Save the oceans and the streets. Save the people who are in need. How can you do what you want and say you come in peace? If you don't open your eyes, how can you see? And we were cheering, stay. Don't look down when we march downtown for some truth Cause you can't complain if you don't find a way to stand up to Stand up, stand up for what's right Don't walk, don't walk silently into the Ray Zaragoza performing the title track from her debut album that came out in 2017. That is Fight For You, live in Studio A. Now, Ray, we were talking a little bit earlier about activism and your music obviously being inspired by uh, activism and maybe vice versa. Tell us a little more specifically about how you kind of blend those two worlds. Yeah, it was kind of this, um, it was kind of a like parallel um, journey for the two like parts of my life. Uh, I feel like I've always felt like an activist my whole life. Whether even as a kid, even if it was in a subtle way, I've just kind of always being labeled as kind of a, a rebellious kid, and I, I always stuck up for myself and spoke up. Um, 
even if uh, I got in trouble for it or, you know, I always tried to, to be, have that kind of activist nature, even when I was a really young child. Um, and, um, I've always been aware of things that, uh, you know, I've always been aware of, of social justice and political issues, uh, ever since I was a kid. But, um, and then, you know, I found music just from, you know, listening to Avril Lavigne and <laughs> listening to all these <laughs> women that I looked up to when I was a kid. And so it was kind of like a parallel, but separate experience. And, um, when I first started writing music, um, actually the first song I ever wrote was for this, uh, high school project. And I don't even remember what the assignment was, but it was a protest song and it was called like fight up against the wall. And it really was just a song like protesting. Like, I don't even know what I was protesting. I was just protesting like the establishment, <laughs> like the man, yep. um, you know, as high school, as, as high schoolers do, right. um, so yeah, the first song I ever wrote was a protest song, but then I kind of uh, steered away from that, and I wrote a lot of songs about, I don't know, what every, what I thought everyone wrote songs about, about like boys and, and falling in love and being angsty and being a teenager and uh, a lot of things that I listen to now and I just don't really identify with. Um, I mean, I like appreciate it for like my younger self, but um, it was definitely a time when art to me was self-expression and that's the only really way that's the only way I knew how to make art was through self-expression and uh to be honest like it got old for me and I realized I like uh at that time I was living in New York and I was moving back to LA and I I didn't really want to play music anymore I didn't really feel inspired by what I was doing I was just like what what's so special about me like why do I write all these songs about my experiences and and these people I'm falling in love with and falling out of love with and and then people come watch it in a show. It's just, to me, it just felt so, um, it almost felt kind of self-centered and I didn't, I didn't really inspire me anymore. I just felt like it was just constant self-expression and I didn't really, you know, I didn't really feel like I had enough to say just off of my experiences and it just didn't inspire me anymore. Um, and literally about a month after that, Standing Rock happened and I wrote the song, for Standing Rock um, in the river, and um, uh, that song, you know, went viral, and it was just like this whole thing, and people started looking to me as this um, as this voice of the of, of a movement, you know, like a, a one of many voices, but as a as a musician, and um, that changed everything for me. I realized that art is not only self expression; art can be so much more. It can be um, it can be critical of the world around you. It can be, um, you can step into other people's shoes. You can, um, you know, you can, you can really change people, uh, with it and you can open minds and you, and I can take that activist side of me that was, ex that was existing parallel to my music, um, and put it together and actually make this whole person, this whole artist that I really truly believed in. And I felt like I was actually using my voice for something that I really, really believed in. And it was not just self-expression. And so I, as soon as I found that and I put it all together, it was, I never looked back and it just all made sense to me. And I've always felt like, um, since then this has my, been my calling and, uh, my music is, um, my greatest way of communication. Well, we've mentioned the song uh, several times now this hour, uh, In the River, the, your song um, talking about the issues at Standing Rock. Tell us more about this song, then we'll hear you play it here. Tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, this song got a Global Music Award and um, an Honesty Oscar. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was uh, that, writing this song. This song really changed my life. It it saved me uh, in many ways. I was really lost um, artistically and um, personally before this song. Um, I don't really. It's kind of crazy how a song can can really change everything for you. Um, I wrote this song when I just moved back to LA. I kind of moved back here, honestly, with plans on possibly not playing music anymore and and changing career paths. I just felt very discouraged by the whole thing at that time and. Um, I, I wrote this song after watching the videos of the dogs being released onto water protectors up at Standing Rock and I just broke down. I just, I just felt this feeling of, of calling and of, um, 
of like, uh, this is the last straw. Like I have to do something about this, even if it's something very small, you know, I'm like one girl, like what can I possibly do? And I, I, when I wrote the song, I still didn't know what I could do. The song was really just a way for me to like get it off my chest of to express this extreme, um, emotion I was feeling. And, um, at first I started writing a really angry song and I didn't really like it. And so I just kept writing and writing and writing until I kind of broke through that anger. And, um, I wrote in the river, which is really, um, a song, a cry for help and, um, and a cry for, of, of hope, you know? And, um, I, I like the next day I recorded it like with just me and my guitar at my friend's house. And then the next day me and my brother drove out to the desert when I was playing a gig out there and, um, we recorded this little video and, um, the next day I uploaded it online and fell asleep. And then in the morning it had like hundreds of thousands of views and it kind of just blew my mind and people were reaching out to me, you know, saying they had no idea what was happening until they saw my video. And, uh, it just really taught me the power of music and that I can use, um, my voice and my songwriting as a way to really, um, to say things that are important to me. And, uh, that completely changed my relationship with music and, sent me on a journey to find out more about my, uh, my dad's family and my relationship to my background and my heritage. And, um, so yeah, that song really took me on a journey that I think is why I'm here now for sure. Well, let's hear the song. This is Ray Zaragoza performing in the river live in studio a. Oh, 
Zaragoza performing In the River. That's her song that went viral in the midst of the events at Standing Rock and really helped to push Ray's music into the spotlight. I'm Carl Nelson. You can see behind-the-scenes video from Ray's performance in Studio A, along with performances from plenty of other great regional and touring artists. It's all in the show archives. That's at our website, wnij.org. And there's more music to come this hour when our session with Ray Zaragoza continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and we are featuring the music of Ray Zaragoza this hour. She's been performing some songs from her debut album entitled Fight for You. That was released in 2017. And uh, she even did a sneak preview of a song that may be on an upcoming album here. That one was Mountain Song. We heard that earlier this hour. We've got some more music to get to here in just a moment. In fact, the next one we're going to hear is called Troubled Eyes. Ray, tell us about this song. Troubled Eyes. Yeah, Troubled Eyes is a, a love song. Or a, It's so funny. I'm like, is it a love song? Because it's sad. But um, <laughs> Troubled Eyes is about the feeling of falling in love with people who open up to you. Um, I feel, uh, I, I, I really love being like that friend or that person that you can open up to and you can cry in front of and you can always trust me with your secrets. And I feel like I've, you know, been that person for many people in my life. And um, this song was kind of about like meeting someone who had a dark past and hearing them out and like um I've, I've always felt that people are their most pure their most beautiful and you know they're most open and and wonderful when when they're sharing pain and so that's what troubled eyes is about <laughs> ray zaragoza performing troubled eyes live in studio a There he goes again Talking about the war again There he goes again Talking of things from before we met Yeah, there's beauty in you When you let your pain shine through You've got troubled eyes It'll be alright I won't leave until daylight You won't remember you had too much to drink But I said I love your troubled eyes 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 Give me those sweet troubled eyes There I go again Falling for another broken man There I go again Hoping he clings to me cause I understand Yeah, there's beauty in you When you let your pain shine through 
You've got troubled eyes, it'll be alright. I won't leave until daylight. You won't remember you had too much to drink. But I said I love your troubled eyes. 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 Give me those sweet troubled eyes. Yeah, I did it again, did it again. Oh, I did it again, did it again. Oh, I did. Troubled eyes, it'll be alright. I won't leave until daylight. You won't remember you had too much to drink, but I said I love your troubled eyes. 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 Give me those sweet troubled eyes. Ray Zaragoza performing Troubled Eyes live in Studio A. And the next one that we're going to hear is Driving to Standing Rock. Ray, tell us about this song. So, yeah, Driving to Standing Rock is, uh, is a fun one. <laughs> this is literally about uh, when I drove up to Standing Rock. And um, it was a blizzard. You couldn't see the road in front of you. Um, uh, the girls, the one of the girls I was with was in the back seat and had like a fever, like she was having like flu symptoms and, um, it was crazy. <laughs> it was really scary. I have never driven in a blizzard, but the girl I was with, she, she had driven quite a bit cause she grew up in North Dakota and, and she was like, you were fine. We're fine. As long as we can see the yellow lines on the road. <laughs> and so I was just like looking for the yellow lines on the road <laughs> and hoping we didn't fall into the ditch and. You know, but then it all cleared up and we were fine and we made it there. And it, it was just like this crazy experience, you know, to go through this extreme snow and then for like the clouds to open up and it's sunny. And I mean, it's freezing. It's like negative 40 degrees, but it's sunny. And there's this camp of all these people who who are there for the same reason you're there and who believe the same things you believe and who want to make a difference and who want to have a better world and who want to treat indigenous sacred sites with respect. And... Um, it was just like this feeling of coming home. It was just this overwhelming feeling. And, you know, we, we, we were there for, for a little bit and we sang our songs and, you know, we learned things and we met people and it was just this wonderful experience. And I wanted to write that song because I wanted everyone to remember Standing Rock, not only as this, um, tragedy of this pipeline that's being built, but I also wanted it to be a celebration of all these activists that gathered. So the song has a happy melody. It has, it's upbeat. Um, cause I wanted to honor the fact that standing up for what you believe in and, and, and going to a protest camp like Standing Rock is something that should also be celebrated. It's something that should also, um, you know, be remembered fondly and we don't have to only remember it for the, for the tragedies. We can also remember it for what it ignited in all of us. This is Ray Zaragoza performing Driving to Standing Rock live in Studio A. Let's get on the road now The snow is coming in and it won't be drive through the night If we watch the lines we'll be alright Sisters sleeping in the back She's got a fever but we can't turn back We had this dream and it's a sign that we gotta stop this pipeline to go 
We're driving a standing rock tonight And when we arrived we were greeted by a door And took the soil in our hands and prayed for we stood out there to sing a negative 20 degrees And we walked the bridge on the march for peace Zaragoza performing Driving to Standing Rock live in Studio A. And we've got time for one more from Ray here in Studio A. This is Bushwick Avenue. It's Ray Zaragoza on sessions from Studio A. Thinking about you, been thinking about you. Ooh. I've been taking my time with you, been taking my time with you, but falling quickly too. And sometimes, how I lose my mind when I am feeling fine since. I have been with you It was 14th Street in 2013 Down to your house in hard hours of the night Crosstown train, we've been staying out too late Bushwick Avenue has never been the same at the view been thinking about the truth and what's gonna happen to you I've been lying awake at night wondering how we can make this right and how love will follow through and sometimes how I lose my mind when I am feeling fine since I have been with you It was 14th Street in 2013 Down to your house in hard hours of the night Crosstown train, we've been staying out too late Bushwick Avenue has never been the same Love me, do wasn't much for us to do Haven't been a Brooklyn since I fell in love with you It was 14th Street in 2013 Down to your house in Hart of the night 
Haven't been a Brooklyn since I fell in love with you. I haven't been a Brooklyn since I fell in love with you. That's Ray Zaragoza performing Bushwick Avenue live in Studio A. You can see behind-the-scenes video of Ray's performance in Studio A, along with performances from plenty of other great regional and touring artists. You can find a link to Ray's music. That's all in the show archives, and it's at our website. That's at WNIJ.org. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly and Spencer Tritt. You can keep up with what's going on in Studio A by following us on Instagram. You'll find us at Sessions WNIJ. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. Tell us what you think of the show. And, of course, we are always looking for the next artist to feature on the show. Send your submissions and suggestions to sessions at niu.edu. Until next time, I'm Carl Nelson. This is Sessions from Studio A. Thanks for listening. And how one day I want to be a mother of